Yins guys. Thank you for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast where we talk all about them Pittsburgh Pirates and that. Today's July 10th. Bucks had what I would call a decent week. We're nearing the All-Star game and the trade deadline. We have a few things to say about that. And we're also over the halfway point now. So we're going to take a look at um, kind of some of the surprises so far in the standings or whatnot. But, um, but guys, is the position player pitching thing a real issue? Is it ridiculous? Whose fault is it and can anything be done? Let's get into it. Let's go Bucks. My name is Josh and I'm joined as always by my brother Jake. What's up, Jake? How we doing, man? Doing pretty good. How are you? Yeah. Uh, can't, I used to say the same thing I say every day. Can't complain. Wouldn't do no good if I did. That's all right. There you go. But not a, in a softball tournament yesterday. Yes. Oh my gosh. It was beautiful weather around here. Went three hours south and it was a monsoon all day and they just kept playing. Just kept playing right through it. I bet it, Dude, the people catcher, who take care of the field love that. Oh, I don't know that they take care of that field. Fair enough. They were digging trenches at like right right outside the uh, dugout and right outside the fence to like let water stream off the field. Like it was awful. Our catcher was standing in two, three inches of water. That's uh, ridiculous. But hey, we won it. So at the end of the day, it was fun. Yeah. I think I'd have been, I don't know, man. I'd have been kind of upset, but at the same time, I hate when things get canceled. Yeah. Man, when I was, when I was in high school, if we got canceled because of rain, we ran because our coach hated it so much. He made us run. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> That's what we did. We hated cancellations. <laughs> We hated it. We got canceled one time because the team said it was too cold. And, oh, we ran suicides for... Because <laughs> it was clearly your fault. <laughs> clearly. He was so mad. He said, it's not too cold. They just don't have their ace. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey, uh, it's kind of a like a, a super weird week as far as the schedule. Yeah. Yeah, like it was that was a weird. two game series, a double header, and then just a standard three game series. So all in all, what do we always say about two game series? Split it. It's kind of hard mm-hmm. to sweep it. Double headers, even harder to sweep it. So split it and then go win a series. That's exactly what they did. Yeah. I didn't expect that. Definitely not when the two game series was the Yankees. And, you know, the division leading Brewers. Mm hmm. For the three-game set, so I'd say all in all, pretty decent week. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you do that every week, you end up with a winning record, so at least you say that. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so we're going to get into we're gonna get into a little bit of All-Star Game stuff. I mean, obviously this isn't it this week, so we'll get into it more, but they did just release the, the rosters last night. Pirates have somebody going as they always would, but um, you know it's that's what we're that's what we talk about, right? Right. <laughs> so um, we're a little bit further than halfway through. So we talked about kind of taking a look at standings several times so far this year, and we haven't. 
So I figure now's a pretty good time. We'll probably cover that a little bit uh, around the All-Star break as well. Maybe, maybe not. If we talk about it enough tonight, we probably might not, but either way. Um, and then the games, and then let's get into this position player pitching thing because it's kind of the hot topic right now. Yeah. So we're going to do that later, though. Not right now. We're going to get into it tonight. <laughs> we're going to get to <laughs> it for the show. But anyway, um, another slew of uh, of moves made this week, um, highlighted by throughout the week, we got Yoshi, Ben Gamble, and Newman back from from injury. Uh, the casualties were Hoy Park, Tucapita Marcano, and Bly Madris were sent down. Um, uh, I mean, and uh, Austin Bryce designated for assignment, and Aaron Fletcher. So, I mean, those guys are, you know, we're talking those guys are gone. So, a little bit of that. Uh, Jason DeLay on the team right now, catching. Got his first hit this week. Uh, we'll probably cover that. Tyler Heineman went on paternity leave and then was moved to family medical emergency list on Friday. So, kind of hoping everything's fine there. I know it's kind of personal life, so I don't believe that we should know. Like, I don't think we have to know anything. I don't right. feel like we uh, that's owed to us, so just hope everything's okay. Uh, the Pirates website actually listed it as bereavement list, which I thought was like specifically for a death, but everything else, like the tweet in that said family medical emergency or something like that, so I don't know, but hopefully hopefully things are okay. Mm-hmm. And the Bucks also traded for another pitcher. Those are, you know, working, so... Johan Ramirez from Cleveland. I said this before we started. I'll never really <laughs> complain when we when we get a pitcher from Cleveland. They right. do things right there in pitching, so hopefully he was there and long enough that he learned a thing or two. Right. So all-star game rosters revealed. Um, anything that kind of sticks out to you? Uh, you know, should I I mean, I don't really want to like go through everything, but um Let me not, just start with let me just start with this. Okay. Commissioner's done a lot of things that people don't agree with, but this thing he got right. Special commissioner selection. He he brought big Miggy and Pujols into the All-Star game. And this is something that but you're into. I, I am. I like it. Okay. They're not having quite the years they've had throughout their career. <laughs> right. But, I mean, they're going to get recognized. It's both their last years. They're going to get recognized at the All-Star game. It's, it's is cool. It, did Miggy say this was his last year? Uh, Miggy hasn't come right out and said it yet, I don't think, but... I mean, I think he's still got, like, three years on that deal. <laughs> Maybe not. I could be completely wrong on that. Uh, I think they're they're making, they're going to make a big deal about him with his 3,000th hit, 3, hit. I know they're going to do that. What did he call that? Like, what did, what did Manford call that? Right here. This year's rosters uh, include Legends of the Game... Miguel Cabrera and Albert Pujols. Is that what they called it? They just called it Legends of the Game? That's not capitalized. That can't be right. But it was like, is it like one from each league? Or is it, I mean, like, is this going to be like a yearly thing that they do now? I don't know that it's going to be a yearly thing. Probably just, you know, when people are at the end of their career... Or if they do something, hit a big milestone, maybe. I, you know, I don't know. But it's cool. I mean, I, I, those two are definitely deserving of recogni- special recognition if 
especially pool halls being his last year. Miggy, I'm not sure. Okay, it doesn't look like it has a name. It just says that the All-Star Game will celebrate Miggy, who recorded his 3,000th hit in April, and Albert Pujols as special All-Star selections of the commissioner. Yeah. Okay, so he just can make these selections, and then, uh, yeah, because it doesn't really give it a name, but it, maybe this has been in place before, and I just didn't know about it, where he can suggest, like, certain guys and then it has because i know it went for approval Mm -hmm. whatever i mean yeah that's cool i i I don't know i think the all-star game is jacked oh for sure it's so bad yeah like the fact that the fans pick it and for we talked about this with the fernando tatis thing Mm -hmm. he has no business being in that voting no it's a popularity contest we're still in grade school yeah high school I guess. Yeah, it's garbage. But so this is this, this is some of that with me. This is I get it, it's cool. I, and I am I'm all about that. But it does f- have that feel to me. Like they're not earning it. He's right. going to have 12 all, on the back of his baseball card as they say. He's going to have 12 All-Stars appearances. But like how many seasons did he have where he was an All-Star? Probably maybe yeah. more than that actually. Right. <laughs> so maybe this is a way to even it out. But uh-huh. like, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I get it. Guys get snubbed out of this thing all the time and they don't, right? So then the 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 league makes it right by getting guys in, but like they don't get to start. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, um American League, I don't see any surprises. Maybe not that Raphael Devers is not worthy, because he certainly is. But like, man, Jose Ramirez is not gonna start. That feels weird. He's absolutely crushing, but then so is so is Devers. Yeah. I don't know. Jose Altuve at second, eighth all-star game. He didn't cheat, by the way. Um say what you want. Alejandro Kirk. Yeah. This dude. <laughs> He's just fun to watch. First all-star game for him. Is there a team? I mean, Yankees have two. Looks like Toronto has two. The Angels, surprisingly, well, not surprisingly, because they have Trout and Otani on their team. Right. But that's it. A couple for the Yankees, a couple for the Blue Jays. And then Boston's in there. So a lot of nobody from nobody from that uh, Central. Central. Yeah. yeah. Not surprising. Tim Anderson. You're right. Tim Anderson's in there. All right. National League side, anything there? We got Goldie from our division. And Wilson Contreras, a catcher. Jazz Chisholm is 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 kind of killing it. It's his first one. Trey Turner, absolute uh, absolute bogus that this is only his second. Yeah. Jock Peterson's in the starting lineup. You know, got you know, I love that. Yeah, for sure. Um, Harper being hurt. I saw something about like the fact that William Contreras is replacing Harper as the DH, mm-hmm. and this is like the first time in. I don't know, maybe since like the 1980s or something like that, where brothers are starting on the same side in the All-Star game. I saw something about that. It doesn't say anything in here, I don't think. Uh, maybe it does. I, I, I didn't read that all the way. Nope, it doesn't. <laughs> I will say this, because um, now the pitching is here, and that's kind of and the pitching in the, in the backups and all that stuff. Oh, you do here see it? it? Yep. William at DH and Wilson at catcher. 
They'll become the first brothers to appear in the same All-Star game since Aaron and Brett Boone in 2003. Yeah. The first brothers on the same team since Roberto and Sandy Alomar in 98. Okay. I, I thought it was in the 80s. I was way off. And the first brothers to start alongside each other on the All-Star game since the Alomars in 92. That's pretty cool. We like that kind of stuff. We've talked about that a million times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We like the family ties and all that stuff. Anyway, yep. former Buccos, Garrett Cole, Clay Holmes, Joe Musgrove, and Starling Marte. And in the bullpen for the National League includes the Renegade. Yes, sir. David Bednar. And if you guys weren't watching after the game, all the post-game stuff today, I don't know, Jake, did you see this? Because I know you had to go to softball. Yeah, I did not. Um, Derek Shelton, you know, they always bring the champagne. They say, you're in the All-Star game. Well, Shelton comes out with the champagne, and he's like, we normally give champagne to the all-star selections, but this time it's a Yenzer going, so he has a 30-pack of IC light. <laughs> <laughs> and he gives it he gave them both, but uh it was just funny. Um, That's good. But he's well deserved. Yeah, for sure. He kind of I did see after today's game, he kind of had a little smile on his face. Um because he said that they were talking about the all-star game and, and he's like, Oh, you growing up seeing all these guys go to the all-star game and everything, you know, it does kind of motivate you. feels pretty cool. And he's like, who did you look up? Like, who are you talking about? And he, his comment was like Melanson and Hanrahan, which made sense. But then he goes, Kutch, who he had just given up a home run to like 30 minutes yeah. before that interview. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was just funny. And I was just, I happened to think about that. And I'm like, you're David Bednar. You're literally like, staring at Kutch in the eyes. I know that this is Major League Baseball and you're supposed to just get over it and throw strikes and pitch well, but, like, there has to be something there, right? There has to be this, like, weird thing. When you're up by four and Kutch hits a two-run homer off of you, I bet he was kind of like, that's pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not. Maybe in the game he was ticked, and then after the game he was like, that's pretty cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. I gave up a home run to a guy who used to stand in the sands and cheer for you know what i mean it's kind of wild yeah but i don't know anybody else stick out uh, uh you know when you look down through this i mean we're not going to go down through the list or anything but is there anybody who kind of sticks out that um that maybe you're you know i don't know like that that you like or that you you know you think it's cool or i don't yeah, know nobody really nobody's really jumping out that dude from minnesota minnesota's really good um uh, Luis Arise, he's been absolutely yeah. killing it. Andre Jimenez, Jose Ramirez should be in the starting lineup. But yeah, special selection. Dansby Swanson's first selection. That's interesting. I don't know. Andrew Benintendi, first All Star selection. You just talked about him, like when we were just talking before about possibility of, you know, them moving him and what kind of return they could get for him. And Kyle Schwarber's absolutely yeah. killing the ball. Yeah, no, uh, Julio Julio Rodriguez, I think the only rookie. Yeah, and the youngest. And the youngest. 21 years old. So, um, I mean, obviously, they're all good. So, they're all stars. Where in the world does this thing say who's in the Home Run Derby? Let's talk about the things that we actually watch. I'm just kidding. I actually have a better chance of watching the All-Star game 
this year than I than I do the home run derby because I have really? softball on Monday nights. Uh, because and of that. yeah, because only because of that. July eighteenth. Yeah, we'll have a game. Hmm. I mean, we'll usually go to Roosters afterwards. We'll have some. We'll watch it at Roosters. A little home run derby, or maybe I won't. Maybe I'll rush home that night. Anyway, MLB standings. We said we were going to go over that. Let's go over that. We're sitting here at the time that I said that if we weren't going to be here, so we're going to move pretty quick because we talked more <laughs> about that than we thought, which we always yeah. do. We always do. That's our pace. National League, Mets, Milwaukee, and Dodgers leading the divisions. Mets and Atlanta are really close, game and a half. And then Philadelphia is seven games out, but I have a feeling they're uh, still on their way to the postseason. Um, I just have a feeling. St. Louis is only two and a half out of our division. And then it's the Pirates. Third place. Not good. Not good, dude. Not good. Our division as a whole, like our our top teams are better than maybe like the American League Central, but our bottom is real bad. Yeah. So that really weakens our division. Um, I think the Brewers are are still better than, say, Minnesota. You know what I mean? So as yeah. far as the top end, but... Um, but yeah, it's real bad. And obviously, the same amount of wins with one one less loss or something okay. like that. Yeah, right there. Well, I just mean even without wins and losses, just looking at the team itself, right? I mean, sure, I think I think sure. the White Sox are better than the Twins. <laughs> They're just not playing better. You know what I mean? So yeah. that that's what that's what makes me think that is I, I I don't think the Twins end up winning that division, but we'll see. Hmm. Um, this, San Diego is still eight games out from the Dodgers. The Giants are who we thought they were finally after last year's goofy thing. They're hovering yeah. around 500. Uh, but in the other side, the Yankees and Houston are just absolutely blowing away. Yankees are like Boston's decent. Yeah. <laughs> and they're 15 games back. The Yankees are ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. And Houston's 12 games up. And Seattle is just now above 500 after winning eight straight. So that division's, I, I mean, the Angels are frustrating, dude. There's no reason for that. There really isn't. And it's, it's the word you used is perfect. It's frustrating because Trout and Otani need to get into the playoffs. Yeah. They need to be there. At least Trout. (laughs) Only because he's been there long. I mean, you're talking about how Trout's been there. Yeah. But for like a game, (laughs) (laughs) he's barely been there. He needs to be there year in and year out. And they have the payroll and the team. To do it. Yeah. Well, did they lose Rendon for the whole year, though? Again? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Oakland's awful. Um, <laughs> Baltimore's better than, I mean, 43 and 44, man. Yeah. I know that it's like, well, yeah, they've been rebuilding. Yeah, but Baltimore seems to always be rebuilding. I didn't think that would mean that they would be good at any time. <laughs> they, they're, their winning percentage is 494. And they're in last place. Yeah. Cleveland's at 494 and in second place. Right. There you go. There you go. All right. So, yeah. I mean, I don't care who's in the wild card race right now because we're too early for that. We're just kind of taking a look at, like, where where teams are right now. Um, who's surprising? I mean, other than the Angels, who's kind of surprising you right now? I'm the I mean, in a bad way, the White Sox. Yeah. Are you just looking at the American League right now? Uh, anybody. Like we just named, th- we just kind of went through everybody, and 
The Yankees are surprising me. I knew they were going to be good. I have them going to the postseason, but I had Toronto winning that division. They're 17, I mean, 17 games back. And that's just because the, I mean, they've struggled a little bit too, but the Yankees are that good. Yeah. 718. Their, their pitching is, that's the thing. Their hitters are going to, they're good every year, but their pitching is good this year. Yeah. I don't really think there's a whole lot of surprises outside of that. I mean, we're looking at our division. We knew this is what it was going to be. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I kind of thought that maybe, um, I don't know the bottom three. We kind of talked. I, I kind of maybe thought that, I don't know what I thought. They're all bad. But I said San Francisco was going to go down. They are. People kind of freaked out about Colorado earlier in the year, and I said, "Watch, they're they're just they're not even close." Yeah. And they're in last place now. Arizona's better than them. Uh, the the exact same record. Never mind. Uh, but run differential looks better, as if run differential means absolutely anything. <laughs> it means nothing. Atlanta has four of their starting pitchers with over a hundred strikeouts. Oh, remember when people were worried about him? <laughs> yeah, not worried. So there's our look around the league. I don't have anything else. There are only yeah. five teams worse than the Pirates. And while I say, hey, there's five teams worse than the Pirates, because some people say the Pirates are the worst. I don't know why they think that all the time, but there are five teams worse than the Pirates. But I still think the Pirates are playing worse than they should be. They are. Yeah. They're on pace for 67 wins. They should be better than that. I agree. They should agree be better that. than that. Um, and and maybe they will be. Maybe they won't be. Maybe there's guys that are not playing that have a better chance to win than if other guys are playing. <laughs> Yoshi. Mm. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. Uh, th- there's a reason they're 36 and 50. And I don't think that it's entirely because of the talent in the entire system. And I'm, I'm, I know I, I usually am just kind of whatever and we just do whatever, but I just think there have been some decisions of like regular playing time. I don't mind if Josh Van Meter plays every once in a while. He shouldn't be in the lineup every day. No. I don't mind if, you know, uh, Yoshi, I do. But some of these other guys, you know what I mean? Like get him in, that's fine. But yeah. And for whatever reason, I don't know why Sawinski and Gamble are playing the wrong position. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. Sawinski needs to be in right field. Gamble needs to be in left. And just why are we even doing that? Yeah, I don't know. Sawinski's got a better arm. Gamble flails around in left field and makes these stupid catches. And I just don't understand that. Sawinski yeah, needs to be know. the right fielder and the backup center fielder. Sure. I don't. I mean, every time Reynolds comes out of the game, they slide. So yeah, no, I get that, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's something different that they're they're looking at. But either way, how about this week? How about these games? Because there's a lot to kind of like if we were just going to break down the games, you start right out of the right out of the gate beating the Yankees um, and beating Jamison Tyone, who's been so good. Mm-hmm. Five runs off Tyone and. I mean, he's just been killing it all year. Yeah, yeah, we had a lot of good approach, good approach against him, and hit, yeah, hit a, what, what like two or three home runs. Uh, yeah, Vogel back and Swinsky took him yard both. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't know, it was good. Five to two win. Bednar gets a save. 
Quintana dealing. I mean, it seemed like his approach in that game was just spot on. I yeah. feel, you know what I mean? Like there were some things that he did that looked extremely intentional and it was, it seemed like he just knew exactly what to do. Yeah, and I saw, I saw some people saying, yeah, but he gave up six hits. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he was pitching against the Yankees. <laughs> really? I mean, I mean, it's going to happen, but he didn't let him score. He gave up one earned run. Yeah. Um, the next night was a little different. Wednesday night sure. was a, was a laugher. And yeah, the first seven innings weren't. No, but it turned into one. Sure did. And there was a lot of stuff. And you know what? We're, we're going to bring some of this stuff up later. For the sake of time and for the sake of saying things twice, we're not going to. Um, Mitch Keller, I know that you kind of talked about this. Mitch Keller threw good innings. What, six good innings? Uh, he threw five, five really good five innings. Five good innings. Got through this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got through the sixth. Yeah. But he gave up a couple more runs in the sixth, which kind of killed his start. I mean, they sure. lost in either. We're lost either way, but who cares about wins and losses? We're looking at how guys are pitching. And um, that was kind of the, yeah. I mean, I like to see him go out there, but once again, a lot of hits. Once again, Yankees. He mm-hmm. gave up 10 hits. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I like to see him like, go out. He needed to go out he, there for the sixth. He needs to prove that. Yeah, oh, Absolutely. And I thought a lot of a lot of times they'd get a hit, and then he'd get him the ground into a double play. Like it was, I thought I thought he I thought he there pitched two. really well. Yeah, Van Meter, Cruz, Satsugo. There was two of those. Mm-hmm. So Donaldson hit a homer, Gallo hit a homer, and then of course the wheels fell off. Beatty gave up the homer. Manny Benuelos gets his first appearance, and I gotta think. Somewhere deep inside of me, the uh, the uh, the conspiracy, like the interest in conspiracy theories and things like that. Not that I believe them all, not that I'm like crazy, but they're very interesting. And that little spirit came up in me saying like, do you think he's rooting for the Yankees right now? Because he just threw a <laughs> belt high fastball to Aaron Judge. It was perfect. Like he, and it's almost like, did you wink before you threw it? <laughs> It just felt like he was like, here, guys, man, I really want you guys to to feel better because we beat you yesterday. I'm still a Yankee. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> man. I don't understand that. It was real. I mean, it, I was kind of like, cut him. <laughs> you don't want to be here. Obviously, guys are going to go compete, so it is what it is. But, yeah, man, he grooved that. And, and after his <laughs> five runs that he gave up, I mean, the game was out of hand. Yeah. And then we'll go there later. Let's move on to the doubleheader. Once again, you win the first game with the opportunity to sweep. Um, I don't know. Diego hit a homer. Ronzi was good. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. You know, Bednar gets another save. What do you say? It's it was good. And then, well, seventh inning was bad here. Oh, this was the Bryce Wilson start. Yeah, Bryce Wilson. <laughs> this dude threw a gem. Man, I just and uh, just bad defense. Just and, and Josh Van Meter just happens to fall right in the middle of it again. They were they were making excuses on the broadcast, saying it was a tough play running in on a ball like that, and 
I'm sorry. That's not a tough play. Just set your feet, feel the ball, and throw it first. It's just inexcusable. Two outs. You got a guy out there pitching his butt off. <laughs> you botch an easy play like that, and then the pop fly miscommunication between him and Gamble. Uh, it was rough to watch. So the game has a way to come back. I don't know. Karma, Bryce Wilson blew a bunch of games too for some of those guys. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't count. Like it's an earned, he only had one earned run. Right. I mean, I don't know. It was, it, it, you're in a doubleheader. They're going to send him out there. Yeah. For the seventh inning because they needed to. We have 13, 14 games in 13 days. And maybe this is the only reason that he's given these pitchers an extra innings or and an extra inning. But you're looking at two different situations this week where we've been saying leave the guy in, we leave the guy in, he gives up more runs. Yeah. Whether it's an error or, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not saying this is hard and fast that you you throw him that extra inning, he's going to give up runs. But I'm also saying like that that doesn't, just because a guy's rolling – it doesn't mean he's going, you know, that extra inning, he's going to be just as good. I just, I don't know. Well, I'm not, even, I'm take, not saying anything that I'm like, I totally, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm just, I'm shopping this right now. I, I, I don't know. I don't think it's. I will say this much. I will take my starting pitcher for one more out rather than put Stratton in a ball game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in this specific game. <laughs> He inherited two runners, and they both scored. Of course, they did. I'm just, I'm just gonna keep looking because he pitched a couple other games this week. Um, he pitched in this game, got a win. He inherited two runners, and one of them scored. That was today. He got the win today. You know, Quintana four and a third, four runs. I didn't seem to. Oh, because of the foul ball that they called fair. Yeah. That would have totally changed that. And we actually, we saw something different there, didn't we? Yeah. And I didn't see anybody uh, as far as like on Twitter who thought that was a fair ball. <laughs> I'm not saying it did. I'm not saying it was fair. I just, it. I didn't see it exactly the same. It looked it's to me fine. like it hit the base of the wall, like hit the ground, then hit the base of the wall under the padding. And you thought it hit further up and hit up on the padding. Yeah. And I just couldn't help but think it looked clear. And somebody else was like, I agree with Joe Block. That's a foul ball. But by the time I read that tweet, I'm like, Joe Block said they got the call right. How does he think they got that call right? <laughs> how do you not How do you not have a camera angle in every single stadium, the thing, down yeah. the line, both lines? There, that This should never even be a thing. Right. The Astros found a way to put a camera out pointing at the catcher. You can't put one down the line? <laughs> Uh, no, I, I totally agree. <laughs> if it's going to be a challengeable call, then you should have the camera angle to, 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 you know, make sure you get the call right. That's garbage. Bednar gives up a two run homer. Guess what? Don't care. Put a, put a closer in, in a non-safe situation. And I don't mean in the seventh inning in a really tight moment, right. put him in, in a relaxed situation and he'll give up a run. It happens Absolutely. way too much. And well, he, said he's he gives pitched. up a two-run homer to to Andrew McCutcheon. Like, yeah, I think they were they were talking about it on the broadcast and in, in non-saved situations this year. Bednar's thrown like 
10 innings and has given up like eight runs. That's only Kutch's eighth home run, by the way. Mm-hmm. I thought he was hitting a little better than that. I think his average is a little higher than it's been the past couple of years, though. 253 right now. Yeah, it's a little higher than it usually is. Um, So Jason DeLay got his first hit this week. Um, double, drove in a run. That was good. Um, he's kind of showing up a little bit. I mean, as far as like Pittsburgh Pirates 2022 catchers go. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, he's been as good as anyone else, I suppose. Um, yeah. Overall, good week. Hayes hit a homer. We triple away from a cycle today. Mm-hmm. Stop worrying yeah. about him. He's fine. I think the problem with Hayes is everybody puts the pressure on Key Bryan to be more than what he really is. Right. He is who he is. Yeah, we hit him lead off and third a lot, but that's because of the cast around him. Yeah. If the cast was better, he wouldn't be in those two spots. I just, I really believe that. He's an elite defender and he will be known 10 years from now as a annual best third baseman. Yeah. But he's just a good hitter. He's not going to hit you 40 bombs. He's not going to hit you 350. He's just a good hitter. Yeah. I'm I think he's, I think, I, th- I just think that's on, I'm not going to go big into specific, but I think, I think it's on Shelton. I mean, I just don't really care for the lineups he's been putting out there. Well, it, either way, he's your best shot in those spots. It, you know what I'm saying? Like when, he's when not, he should be our two hitter all day, every day. Yeah, I get that. Reynolds, needs Reynolds three, three spot. Yeah, I get that. I, I don't mind it against, uh, yeah, I, whatever. Those two should not change. They, they should bat two and three, no matter righty, lefty, whoever's on the mound, don't care. They should be two and three. The problem with that is is that what you're doing is you're putting a guy in a position in or in a, in a lineup spot that he would be good at if the rest of the team was good. Yeah. And that's not a recipe to win games right now when the rest of the team is not good. You still want to try your best. Now, Vogel back in the leadoff spot is not trying your best, in my opinion. And he hasn't been doing that. No. But sometimes there is just a try your best to put something together. And I think when Key Bryan can sit in the two hole or the or the six hole when the rest of the team is hit is is clicking and good, I think Key Bryan then you see his full potential. And it, you know, he reminds me exactly of like Neil Walker. Except with a little better, with a better average than Neil, but a little less power. Where Neil mm-hmm. Walker was, you know, you could say like, yeah, I, I kind of expect him to hit me twenty homers, you know, around there. I think Key Bryan might be more like around ten or fifteen. You know what I mean? Yeah. With a higher average, he hits the ball hard, but yeah, no doubt. I just, yeah, no doubter today though, man. Went up and got it, and it, there was no. I mean, the pitcher immediately put his head down. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh that's kind of the week here. I like I said, all in all, it's you win more games than you lose. Right. So it's kind of hard to complain with complain about. Um but I still somehow feel a bit frustrated <laughs> with everything. I by the way, did not watch Friday night's game because I decided that I was not going to download the Apple app again and watch the game. <laughs> I just decided I'm not doing it. So they can 
they can keep it. Yeah. I uh, not a fan. I it's certainly not to watch that broadcast team. If anything, I just would have pulled up the radio. It just had yeah, no interest in watching that broadcast again. Yeah, I didn't I didn't watch Friday night either. And I had so, a softball game, but Yeah. All right, let's take a break and let's just talk about Wednesday and all this stuff because I have a feeling this is this is what we're here for. You good? Sounds good. Let's yep. take a break. Thanks for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bridge the Number Two Bucktober. Audio podcast available on your favorite podcast platform. Video podcast available on YouTube. Follow us on the socials and subscribe to the podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts, take a couple minutes for a review. We'll be right back. Swearingen Bat Company is Ohio's premier wood bat company, specializing in custom wood bats to meet any need from T-ball to senior league. Check out their website at swearingenbaseball.com. Link is in the show notes. Twitter and Instagram at Swearingen Bats. You can also find them on Facebook. Swearingen Bat Company, that's swearingenbaseball.com. Let them know you heard it here. And we are back here on the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we did forget to mention something in the first half here. Brian Reynolds left today's game with what they're calling a uh, what they're calling right side discomfort. So now's probably the time to get stressed and see about um, whether or not this is an oblique or he's going to miss the rest of the year and all that. Yeah. And we won't get to see him bring that batting average all the way back up. And everybody will hold that against him the next three or four years. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's Shelton's sneaky way to prevent Sherrington from being able to trade him. Oh, yeah, he had something with the side. Doctor said he was okay. Yeah, but he had something. I don't know <laughs> if I'd trade for him. I know how I can guarantee we won't get the package for him. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. Obviously, none of that stuff ever happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. There was a big situation. I call it big. I don't know if it was that big to some people. Um, but it's big enough to talk about it. Big enough because of a couple reasons. We're pretty sick of it. But Wednesday's game, the ninth inning, the ball was handed to Josh Van Meter to pitch. Mm-hmm. And this, uh, this became uh, just a series of events that turned out later that evening to be um, Yankees fans tweeting the clip of Judd or of Stanton's home run where Greg Brown said, this is ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) And then they all proceeded to talk about, if you don't like the Yankees scoring a bunch of runs, maybe you should be better. That's what Greg Brown was saying. (laughs) You gotta be better. Yeah. And he went on his rant and he said his things. And I'm not going to sit here and say like all the things that Greg Brown said and whether or not I agree with him and all of those things. But in this situation, he was not complaining at all about the Yankees. I'm going to check my, I'm going to check it, check it, check it, check it. Yep. He was complaining about position players being on the mound in general. And the Yankees this season have not put a position player on the mound at all, which means he certainly was not complaining about the Yankees. (laughs) And he wasn't even really complaining about that game. 
Right. He was just saying that it, it's dumb. It's not entertainment. This is not enjoyable. And I totally agree with him, but I did actually, and I, I didn't want to because I don't want to get involved. But I did tweet to one of the fans that was that went off on this and said something very specific about that. And I said, actually, he was not complaining about the Yankees scoring. He was complaining about the fact that a pitcher was pitching, and he hates that. And the guy tweets back and says, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And I'm like, could just somebody just speak reason <laughs> to all these people and let them go, oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. They just have everything out of context. They're just looking at this clip and thinking that he's mad that they're scoring runs. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. aside from that situation, just going into the position players pitching. As a matter of fact, let's just stay with that. Uh, what do you expect from hitters? Because there are some people out there who were actually arguing against those people, saying, have some respect. Don't go out there and run up the score. And I'm like, uh, I don't actually have it happened to our team. And I don't have a problem with that. Nah, you swing up, swing hard. If a guy's going to lob a ball in there, hit it out. But absolutely let's talk about Oops. all the different scenarios people are looking at at your average at the end of the year to say like they're not going like, to say oh yeah but he hit two of those off a pitcher they don't care they're just going to no. say he hit 20 home runs yeah who cares if his 19th and 20th were off of a pitcher you don't care and then no. when you're going for your arbitration money you want to hit that if that home run the other night made stanton hit that 40th home run this year that's a big number. Yeah. I mean, he's already signed. He's already got his contract. But think about it in somebody else's, you know what I'm saying? Well, hey, hey, if Jack Sawinski ends up leading all rookies in home runs by one, he hit one, one of off Yachty. Off a position pitcher. Right. Or position player. Yeah. So and did he not hit did uh, he not hit 30? Is it, I mean, what if he hits I 30 will say, this year? Right. I will say one thing about the one thing that Greg Brown said that before he made these comments, he said that it it really it really he said it really makes you uh, admire what Shohei Otani is able to do when you see these guys out here not able to get outs. And I was like, nope, nope, <laughs> that had nothing to do with each other. Yeah. If Shohei Otani walked out there with that careless look on his face that Josh Van Meter had and lobbed the ball in, he'd be awful too. Yeah. Granted, if Van Meter tries, he's not going to be as good as Shohei. But they're just not comparable right. situations. That has that does not that doesn't change the way I look at Otani. No. If Van Meter would go out there and try, it still wouldn't because Van Meter doesn't work out to be a pitcher. <laughs> it's a completely <laughs> different situation. Yeah. Which also ticks me off. If you're going to go in the game, put forth an effort. Try to get people out. Have fun yep. with it that way. I just don't like the it's it's not even a punt. A punt has strategy behind it. Yeah. I agree. I agree is, with that 100%. Like Yeah. So All right, so let's get into it here because so we're on the same page. Hitters hit. Yep. Keep hitting. Pile yep. it on. Look, I said earlier how run differential is absolutely ridiculous. It doesn't mean anything. It's a number to look at. All numbers are numbers to look at, and you know I like stats. Yeah. that They don't always mean something, but they're still, you have to count. I love counting things. 
Uh, no, yeah. not like counting things, but I love like not like sheep. No, but, but like Daedro is awesome. Do you yeah. remember that? Pedro Alvarez yeah. raked in the day, and there was something to that. I love that. Oh, well, but on Tuesdays with the night or with the full moon, this guy hits home runs every time. Like that's hilarious, and yeah. I love that we track that. It doesn't mean anything, no. <laughs> but I love that we track it. But with that said, um, I knew I was going to lose my train of thought there. Oh, run differential. Who cares? Because what happened is we were like, yeah, we understand. We're going to absolutely blow our run differential out of the water. And in that game, like you're not scoring a bunch of runs to get your run differential up so that your expected av- or expect your expected record doesn't may put you in the playoffs. <laughs> no, not at all. All right. So we're on the same page. Hitters hit. We're on the same yeah, the page. Only, Position players thing, aren't trying. Yeah, and the only thing that I that I would say about hitters is isn't even the hitters. It's, it's base running. I mean, don't take the extra base if you don't have to. Yeah. I mean, if you can walk to the next base, like if you hit one in the gap, sure, take a yeah, double. Yeah, take a take double. a double. Yep. Once no you're problem. on base, though, one base at a time. And if you're missing the triple for the cycle, take it. Yeah. If you hit a ball that you have problem a shot that. to hit it for the cycle, and you hit a ball, and you think, "Oh, I can," I think I can get to third. Go ahead and try. Yeah. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? You're going to throw it out. You're going to have a double anyway. Let's say this. Let's say this. If if a pitcher is going into the ninth inning with a perfect game which we're talking about the cycle here. Okay. Sure. So perfect game, no hit. Let's just go no hitter. I mean, I'm pretty sure a no hitter is more common than the cycle. Yeah. I'm not sure. It's probably pretty close. Either way, if you have a no hitter going to the ninth inning, but you're winning by 10, are you not going to go for a no hitter? No, you're absolutely going to go for it. You're absolutely going to go for a no hitter. So why wouldn't you be able to go for the cycle if you're winning by right. 10? Right. So no, right. I'm with you hundred percent. Go for the cycle. Yep. And if you hit one in the gap and you need a single for the cycle, stop it first. Why would you ever go sure. to second? Sure. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, but once you get on, you know, I don't mind that if you're up by 10, I don't mind you not stealing. Or if there's a position player right. on the mound, don't steal. Those are your right. like, those are your 100%. little unwritten rules things. Hitting is not an unwritten rule. No, absolutely not. You hit every time you're in the batter's box. You take advantage of that. Yeah. All right. So the other one is position players are not trying. It's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. They're literally saying we give up. Is this an MLB problem? Which is the kind of the conversation that's happened. Like, oh, if the Pirates don't like this, maybe the Pirates could be better. Yeah, the Pirates should be better. Absolutely. So should all these other teams that are putting position players in. Yeah. Be better. So I sent out a couple tweets. I don't. I should have brought the tweets up. I sent out a couple tweets this week, and I'm actually going to bring them up. I, it can't take that long to bring them up, dude. Calm down. <laughs> because I because I think that they're you know I I just went on a little series of of a couple things here. Um, what was the date Wednesday? Jeez, I don't know. It was the fourth. Was Monday, fifth, sixth. Here we go. I got them. I got them. First off, also sack fly. That's not taking an extra base. That's protecting your hitter. Sack flies are okay, too. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll score on that. I will score on that because that hitter did his job. I don't care what the score is. I'm not going to make him have a a fly out instead of me scoring. 
Yeah. Sack flies are fine. That's a baseball play. That's yep. not taking an that's not going first to third on a base hit. Right. That's a baseball play. That's protecting your hitter. All right. Um that's uh twenty runs given up uh by by position players for the Pirates this year. Twenty runs. Uh and in, in that game that Van Meter pitched, the Pirates joined, which means the Tigers, and the Giants were ahead of them. They joined the Tigers and Giants with the most position player pitchers, position players pitching with their fifth appearance, fifth time. Now, let me look at this because, yep, um, on Saturday, Detroit used their sixth position player appearance on the mound. So they lead now, again, with six. Awful. Anyway, uh, Josh Van Meter gave up six runs, the most by any other PPP. Uh, there have been three to give up five runs. Van Meter is also one of those three. <laughs> <laughs> so he's definitely not trying. Um, and as of that day, uh, there have been on, uh, it was just July 5th. There have been 58 pitching appearances by a position player so far. 11 of those were in the first six days of July. I can update that number, guys. In July, we've had, in the first nine days of July, 15 position player appearances on the mound. 15 in the first nine days of July. Dog days of summer. And July 5th, that day, five position, or no, July 5th was earlier. Five position player appearances, uh, moving it to 57 for the total. And I have the numbers here. I will share it. 2000 to 2009. This is the list of position player appearances minus, um, what was his name? Rick Ankiel and... Started with a K. Brooks Kieschnick, who were actual guys that, like, they were actual pitchers who also were position players. Uh, this is literally a 10-year period. So I took those two guys out because with them, it was like over 200 and something, right? Because they were actual pitchers. 53 in 10 years. And on July 5th of this year, we surpassed that number. In the, in the six years here, 2010 to 2015, there were 93. So it went up. And then look what happens. 2016, there was only 26. 2017, there were 36. 2018, there were 65. 2019, 90. I don't count 2020 because that it wouldn't the data wouldn't be good. 2021, 89, and we're well on our way to having over a hundred position players pitch this year. Yeah. So is this a pro? I mean, this isn't a Pirates thing, guys. We're talking MLB, right? And you think that that MLB doesn't know about this? They don't know that from 2018 and 2019 and 2021, they know this, and you know they know this because they put in a new rule. Yeah. So what is MLB trying to do about it? They put in a rule that says it, you have to be winning by six, and it has to be either the seventh, eighth, or ninth inning. You're up by six in the seventh inning. That game is far from over. Right. And there have been, there have been guys in in the seventh inning. I, I don't, I, I just don't get, I don't get it. And I don't understand why we're doing it. 
I don't even know. I don't even really know what to say on this right at this moment, but like, gosh, it's bad. It's just bad. It's not, it's not fun, fun to, to watch. That's it. It's not fun to watch. Put in a, he, okay. So, okay. So we understand. Yes, it's an issue. Yeah. We, this is the same thing. Things, um, when things happen in baseball, there are trends, there are things that happen. The shift is a good example because of the way things are going right now, right? Mm-hmm. Sure, it's legal to shift. All of a sudden, when the shift becomes an issue, when it becomes so um, OP, for lack of a better word, overpowered, then you do something about it. You say, hey, you know, I understand, like this has been illegal or this has been legal for a long time, but we weren't using it the way we are now. The way we're using it now, maybe we need to adjust. And so this mm-hmm. is one of those things. Sure, position players weren't pitching. Back when we had less pitchers on our roster, we didn't throw position players. <laughs> Makes sense. So how do you fix this? How do you say, if we have a problem, six runs first off is not a lead, is not a blowout. It has to be 10 runs. You have to yeah. take it to 10 runs, period. Yeah, it's got to be double digits. Now, Wednesday, we were, we were losing by 10. So that would have qualified in 10 runs. I yep. think it can only be the ninth inning. Wednesday, it was the ninth inning. That qualifies, right? So... But there have been other appearances that wouldn't. This would have been one of those ones where it would have qualified for us to say in this rule, or we could just ban it. But I don't think yeah. that's I don't think that's necessarily like I think there is a caveat here. I think there is a time when this is possible. Sure. And maybe that is 10 run lead, ninth inning, right? Um my only other thing is that the winning team, 10-run lead, is the only time you should be able to do this. Yeah. Not a 10-run deficit. If you're losing, you do not get the luxury of saving your bullpen. Right. I think the only team that should have a luxury of saving their bullpen is the team who scored 10 more runs than you. Yeah, I agree with that. I would not mind at all watching Yachty Molina go out and pitch the ninth inning in a game where they're winning by 10. Now, as soon as you're winning by nine, no, you don't have to take them out. Right. right. But you have to start the inning or to start the appearance, you have to, at that moment, be leading by 10. And then is that also not a way to just say, it's not, it's, it's not like a, it's not like I'm saying like, ha, you're so bad. I'm going to do this. No. But is it not a way to say like, Hey, you know, we're going to do this. We've earned this. Yeah. We're going to save our bullpen, especially if it's like game one of a series or a division opponent that you don't want to, you know, keep throwing your guys to. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, if, if you're, if you're going to say ninth inning with 10 runs, I mean, you, you put a regular pitcher in, they're going to get out of that. It's just get the game over with, get the game over with. I, I get that, but I'd still, it, all I'm saying is if I'm trying to save guys, if I'm trying to leave that door open, well, how many times has it happened? We had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven times a position player pitched for the for a team that was winning. I mean, I think I think that in order for, I think you need to be listed as a pitcher. I, th- I think you just get rid of it. 2021, 2021, zero teams that were winning a game used the position player. In 2019, there were five. 
This year it's been seven. Yeah, I just or maybe I, I, I counted don't, wrong. I don't, maybe I don't like it at all because they go out there and they lob the ball and they're not even trying to get anybody out. I mean, well, yeah, no, go out there and throw. Yeah, and if and if you don't if if you're as a manager say, well, I don't really want him to go out there and throw, then hurt his arm. Well, then don't throw him. Well, throw let's your pitchers. Let's go there. Why are we even resting our pitchers? I have no idea. No, because they can't. They they can't do this. They can't pitch in the major leagues. Pitchers these days can't do it. Everybody talks about how athletes these days are bigger, stronger, faster, and and Babe Ruth would never last. Except these guys can't play a full season. Everybody who pitches gets hurt and gets Tommy John surgery. Who is actually stronger? We're weak. These guys yeah. are weak. They're constantly injured. Always injured. They spend too much time in the weight room and not enough time being able to play the game. Yep. I don't know why I'm mad about that, but... Because it's frustrating. Well, also because, like, people who say Babe Ruth wouldn't be good today is like... It's a joke. If Babe Ruth came today, we we wouldn't have hit home runs yet. And now we would start watching Babe Ruth do what he did. Because right. we would still be not hitting home runs. Like, he changed it. We wouldn't be doing what yeah. we're doing today if it wasn't for him. Right. He'd be fine today. He'd strike out a little bit more, but he'd yeah. still hit the home runs. Imagine. Yeah. Imagine Babe Ruth being able to use a brand new ball every time he got out the bat. <laughs> Imagine Babe Ruth having access to the weight rooms. Right. Anyway. He'd we're not, probably get hurt. We're not going there. He'd probably get hurt more. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. He'd be hurt with everybody else. It's garbage, man. But you're yeah, not going like, to fix that stuff. You're not going to fix no. conditioning. You're not going to fix injuries. But you you have the ability to fix this. And the reason I uh, the reason why that's there is because they tried, yeah. and they didn't do enough. Ninth inning only, ten runs, only the winning team. That's my pick. I'll I'll accept ninth inning and ten runs. Seventh and eighth inning, no purpose. Yeah. And if you're and if you're saying like, well, but if you're the winning team, and it's the eighth inning, that's pretty much. No, that would be the ninth team, ninth inning. Yeah, there's no situation where you're going to pitch the eighth and the game's going to be over, right? If you're losing. Yeah, if you're losing on the road, then the eighth is the last inning. Yeah. I don't care. Losing teams don't get that luxury. Right. Nope. I'm out. I nah, Nope. Ninth inning only. You have to draw the line somewhere. You have to draw I, it. No, I agree. I, All right, so I mean, let, let I me agree to the point where I, I mean, I'm, I'm on team. Just get it out. Just, just you know. you, so that's your thing. Completely remove it. Yeah. Okay. So here's the next question: If you completely remove it, is there a situation where you're okay adding a mercy rule into baseball? Ish. I'm on the fence about it. Okay. For obvious I think, reasons. I think in the ninth, yeah, ten run in the ninth inning. You can score ten runs. You can, but if you're losing by 10 runs, you're probably not scoring 10 runs in the ninth inning. Here's what I would say. It's not an automatic rule. That's fair. It doesn't just automatically go in. Instead, you have to choose it. Yeah. The losing team has to actually wave a white flag and say, we're going home. Yeah. Because And they have to do it. Yeah, it's only the ninth. Absolutely. And they can't go any more than one inning. And they can't do this. That if you're the home team, you can't wave your flag after. Well, why would you do that? Why would that matter? No, you just can't. I don't. I don't know where my head's going right now. 
I was trying to think like there was a way you could game it. It doesn't matter. Imagine being the home team and waving the white flag. Imagine what your fans would do. Yeah. And that's why I think it shouldn't be automatic because basically it'll never happen unless you're on the road and you're getting crushed by the home team. And then you wave the white flag saying, we're not even going to take our last at-bats because it would only be the top of the ninth. Yeah. And all you're doing is saving the winning team's pitcher and the home team crowd, they don't care about those last three outs. They'll take the win. Yeah, for sure. And laugh all the way home that the other team mm -hmm. gave up. Yeah. But no one's ever doing that at home. No. No one is ever so. going to not take their last hit at bats. Right. It just won't happen. And that's fine. But if you put it in automatically, I don't like that because I just think you can I think you can score the no, runs. No, I'm, I'm yeah, no, yeah. I'm with I you. I think it can't be automatic. No, I think you yeah. don't take a team's you can't take a team's ability to try away. You can't do yeah. it. It yeah. has to be their choice. This this is a reason I'm kind of on the fence too. You know what I mean? Like, cause I agree with a lot of what you're saying, and but at the same time, I, I and I think you should be allowed to, I like because the two way players are a thing. It really is, and I think you should be allowed to have position players that are listed as pitchers, but you should only be allowed to have so one or two, and when they go out on the mound, they got to go out on the mound and compete. It's not a I don't want you can't put a minimum thing on it. Well, but. no, because you could just say this is how I compete, but it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, man. I, it would be interesting. Uh, they've they've also done that where they've tried to put rules around who can be listed, but they're kind of foggy. It's like, oh, you have to pitch in so many games, and it's like, well, how do you pitch in so many games if you're not listed? Right. So, like, I don't know how well, they're that doing a, that. That was that was a. You're going to be allowed to have two-way players coming in like in the next year or so. And within the next couple of years, they have to have so many pitching appearances. In order to stay on there? Like if no, you list order, them as one? Like these, these the years we're going right now, they have to have so many pitching appearances to be able to be listed in the future as a two-way player. That makes sense. I guess I don't know. So, like, if I if I list you on my team as a first baseman and a and a pitcher, relief pitcher, and you go that year and you just miss that mark, that means the following year you're not allowed to be listed. And then how long no, does that go? Like, how long do you get penalized for not using? I don't understand that. Or does the team lose the ability to do? I don't. Yeah, it's confusing. It's but. very confusing. I don't know how you do that to where it makes sense. And wouldn't a team just have one guy? I mean, then if he's hurt, they can't do it with another guy. Well, even then, like, you have to be in a blowout game because you got to be six runs or more or whatever the deficit has to be six runs or more. Yeah, what if that doesn't happen? In order to even put the position player into pitch. Well, that would stop if you were allowed to if you were if you were to say like Josh Van Meter is listed as a pitcher and a second baseman. Right. Then but he could I'm pitch. But I'm saying like leading up to that point, they put a rule in where you can't pitch unless it's a blowout. How are you supposed to get your innings in? Yeah, I don't think there should be anything like that. I just think that if a guy's listed, he's there listed. There is a thing like that though. But I think well, I know, but I don't understand it. Because there yeah. isn't an opportunity to put him in if he's not like he has to right. be you he has to be listed as a pitcher first. 
before his innings, or else he can't pitch. Unless it's a blowout. No, we're taking that away. But we, but you can't because that's you change that rule. You can list no. the guy as a pitcher if you want. Yes, and they you are allowed. Like literally, it's going to be a rule. It's already written. Okay, it's going to be in an effect. So in like I Bubba Chandler comes but in up. these pat these couple years, you have to have so many pitching appearances to be allowed to be listed as a two way player. But they also put in a rule where you can only pitch if it's a blowout. So how am I supposed to get my innings in? So Bubba Chandler comes up. Are we allowed to just immediately list him as both? If he's doing both the minor leagues, then yes. So now the minor leagues are messing. Okay. Anyway, I don't care right now, but we can break that down another time. The the thing is, is that this is ridiculous. It's not fun to watch. This is happening way it's too not. much. Yeah. It's way too much. And it's it's just stupid. And you used to have, you used to have like, you know, Brett Phillips is on this list a bunch. And when he first started getting all these appearances, he would compete. He would, you know, do some antics a little bit, but he'd throw the ball hard. And then he'd throw the ball soft and he'd try to mix it up. He got guys out that way. I mean, they also got rocked that way, but that's because throwing 75 isn't that fast. Right. So... You know, then they they basically said, "Hey, we don't want you getting hurt either. So go up there and just lob it in." And then he was like, yeah. "Well, then I'm going to do this. If you if all you want me to do is is throw a circus pitch, I'm going to make a cir- circus wind up." And I'm kind of like, "Yeah, I get what you're doing. You're just having fun with it. You're trying to make it not stupid to watch." To me, it makes it worse. I know it does. I think for some, I think for some there, I think they're laughing. I think it's a funny thing and they're just trying to find some kind of humor in a game that's gone and, and I, whatever to each his own, right? If some people are yeah. thinking that's funny, that's fine. You know, if it, if it entertains yeah. some people, that's fine. It wasn't going to entertain him to see him pitch if he didn't do that. So if anything, I, I appreciate the effort. Josh Van Meter, dude, he had that look on his face. Like, I don't want to be here. And before the hitter was, he was like throwing the ball up and catching it like in his hand. And then like, I was like, this is going to be fun. There's a guy who doesn't even want to be here. A guy that most of the people in the crowd don't want him to be there. Yeah. And we're going to send him out there for the second time after he got absolutely blasted his last time. It's bad, dude. Yeah. I'm done with it. You can't do anything this year, though. No. But it has to be changed. Yeah. It's not fun. No mercy rules. I, I I just don't think I think that's I think as a fan, if I'm at the game, the only way I'm okay with that is if my if the home team wins the game. That's yeah. the only way. So it can't be an automatic mercy rule. It has to be a decision by the team that's losing to say, You're good. Don't waste your pitchers. We're not coming back. Yeah. And it's and, fair. and I, it's a- and I and it's almost stupid to do that because I just don't see it happening because you'll never save your pitcher because you'll be on the road in these scenarios, right? If you're at home, you're saying, I don't want to waste my pitcher, but I also don't even want to try because I get the last at bats. But if you're on the road, all you're saying is I don't want to try because you're not even going to have to throw a pitcher, right? You're just saying our guys don't want to hit tonight. It'll never happen. No team will ever do that. You know, they used to throw position players whenever they ran out of them. 
Right. We don't have another pitcher out there, but we got to change. We'll bring in Carlos Baerga then. Yeah. Figure something out. <laughs> I have no idea if Carlos Baerga ever pitched in a game. I'd actually, it'd be hilarious if I went over here and saw Carlos Baerga's name. When, yeah, was, I, he, I, was he playing in? Yeah. Was he playing in like after 2000? There's Ventura. I don't, know. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so either. I don't even know. Carlos Baerga. What a name. But I remember as a kid, I remember when, you know, because I used to pay attention to the Rockies when I was younger. I remember Brent Main getting into pitch because we ran out of pitchers. And I thought it was so funny. Like, I was like, oh, this is cool because it was so rare. Now it's just annoying. Brent Main. That yeah, was pre was catcher for the Rockies. Yeah, that was pre 2000 as well. You got any other names? Throw a name out there that you think pitched. Between the year two thousand and two thousand nine, and then we'll wrap this thing up. Oh, geez. No you get idea. three. You get three tries in that ten year span. There was only fifty three pitchers. You get three tries to name one guy. Uh, I'm gonna love this. What about Niger Morgan? <laughs> you might want to look these guys up, but I'm gonna look at the two thousand ten to two thousand five because I'm pretty sure Niger Morgan was. It's true. I don't really know. I'll look at it because I'll give it to you if you actually hit it. Uh, start thinking of another one. I'm trying. You might have to go a little further back though. Right. And I'm and just because I'm like I got to stay true to the game, I'm gonna give you uh, your first choice is a miss. Okay. There's no Niger Morgan on this list, and I'm also gonna look up Niger Morgan. To see what years he played. <laughs> make me look bad. No, um, no, I, I'm actually like I lose track of years. Uh no, easily. yeah. He he did he did play 2007, 2008, and 2009, and then 10, 11, 12, and 14. So you gotta think and, and you went Craig Biggio. Okay. Biggio. I feel like that would be an interesting one. Actually, you saw one of the oh. There's one that would be interesting. No Biggio. You got one more chance. Hmm. Wait, let's see how many. There was only two pirates. A catcher and an outfielder. I'll I'll do that. I'll give you that. And let me Ronnie Paulino. You're you're too you're let hold on. Let me look. You're, Cause you're too, you're more recent. Keith Osick. Keith Osick is it? You got it. Keith Osick, <laughs> May twentieth, the year two thousand. Keith Osick pitched in a game that we lost against St. Louis, nineteen to fourteen. He gave up five runs. He pitched the ninth inning in that game. <laughs> Keith Osick, you nailed. It. I was like, why are you going so recent? Keith Osick, here. There you go. And Abraham Nunez. And Abraham Nunez. And here's here's the guys in the 2010 to 2005, 13, Josh 14, Harrison. 15. Josh Harrison Josh just Harrison did it. Pitched this year. He did it just the other day, right here. He pitched on seven five on that record breaking day. Harrison Snyder, and Jaff Decker, Jeff. Right? Wasn't it Jeff? But he spelled it Jaff. <laughs> we had Eric Kratz pitch in 2016. 
We had nobody pitch in 2017. In 2018, there was a lot of them, a lot of pitchers, and we had nobody pitch. Look at that. And now we've got five of them this year. All right. What's coming up for the Pirates? That was kind of fun, though. And you got it on your fourth try, to be fair. Yeah. So you got the L, but it was a great effort, and you actually did get it with, you know, minimal help. This is it, man. Three and uh, four, four in Miami, and three in Colorado before the All Star break. So split in Miami and win the series, and we'll do another four and three week. Right? You good with yeah. that? I like it. Miami's playing well. Yeah. And then we see Miami again after the All Star break. So, you know, there's that. Quick question as we wrap this up: Did anybody hit it out of Dodger Stadium in the home run derby? Uh, I don't know who the heck's in the home run derby. Doesn't matter. Somebody's gonna put one out of the stadium. Or yeah, not? somebody will. They're gonna throw in the 2019 balls, and somebody's gonna hit one out. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, that's it, man. I don't. I didn't look at probables, uh, so I don't know who's pitching. I imagine at one point Roanzi Contreras gets his paper call back up. Um. And we'll see him this week, obviously, which is always interesting. Maybe twice. I have no idea. They have no idea anymore. And uh, next week, uh, you know, we'll have the whole, we'll have the whole thing. We'll have the All Star break. We'll have the Home Run Derby. We'll be able to make all those picks next yeah. week, right before that. And then we'll have some days off. We'll have a series against the Marlins, and then it's trade deadline talk stuff for the next couple weeks after that. So it's gonna be. Uh, it's going to be really interesting, but I guess until then, right? Yeah. Um, I, you know, what's cool is I did not cue up a song for tonight. You know, we always finish with that That's song. Good. Didn't do yeah. it. Didn't want to. Wouldn't be prudent. So we're just going to pick whatever song I land on, and that's going to be our song that we finish with. I have no idea. I mean, I know that it's, hey. I know that it's <laughs> copyright free. <laughs> I know that we're not, we're not gonna yeah. get dinged here, right? But all right, that's all I got. Let's go, Bucks. Let's go, Bucks. Thanks for listening to my dad and Uncle Jake on the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bridge the Number Two Bucktober. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. Clear the deck, cannonball coming, and let's go Bucks.